everyone, and welcome to I Am Not Okay with Day. I am your host, Day, and this is episode one, the first episode of the podcast. I can't even believe this day has arrived. I'm still a little bit skeptical of my own self <laughs> because in full transparency, I recorded the podcast a couple weeks ago. I'm going to say not even the whole thing. I recorded part of it. But I freaked out. I literally had almost a panic attack. And I said to myself, what are you doing? I had to reevaluate my entire life. And ultimately, here we are. I'm still doing it. And that's really because I feel very compelled to do this. Um, You know, well, let's just get right into it. I was going to say more on that letter later, but let's get into it right now. So I mentioned in the trailer that I created this because I want to normalize not being okay. And for me, it holds so much more meaning. I say that because I've always been the person that people look to as I'm together, I'm strong, I'm confident. And, you know, I feel like a part of me has been that for a long time and I've loved being that person. I've always been the reliable one. Like I'm the person everybody comes to when they have problems. I know a lot of social workers can relate to this. A lot of people in the helping profession can relate to this. And so, you know, that also meant for me that I neglected taking care of myself. You know, for me, it's very difficult to open up and really be vulnerable because what is it going to look like if the person who is quote unquote strong is breaking down and sharing things about herself that aren't pretty and, you know, basically show me as a human. I don't know what, I don't even get it myself, you know, and I wonder too if a part of it was me creating this idea this pressure of who I need to be within myself and then projecting that onto others. I mean, I do feel like I am. I have portrayed myself to be a certain way and that is half true, but the truth is also that I'm not okay all the time. It's that especially over the past couple of months, 2020, I know y'all know, okay? I know a lot of people have felt it. I have not been okay. In fact, my world has gone upside down. So many things have changed for me that even has brought me to this place right now. There's been a lot of things that have shifted, a lot of perspective changes. And so here we are. Anyway, (laughs) long story long. I started a podcast and I'm very excited and nervous, but that's the point. You know, I'm uncomfortable with this, but it's necessary for me and hopefully for anyone else who's listening, because truly I want everybody to feel like this is a safe space. Um, My plan is to talk about all kinds of things, all kinds of vulnerable things. And, you know, it's going to be difficult, most of all for me. But I am ready. I am strapped in. Let's go. Okay, guys. So I have decided to do a segment that I'm going to do every week. And it's called Some Type of Way. 
And basically, the purpose of this segment is to use it as an opportunity to talk about something that happened maybe in the past week or so that made me feel some type of way. You know, as I said, the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about things and to talk about how you're feeling for me to talk about how I'm feeling and for any future guests that I might have it's just to create an open space no judgment to talk about something that made you feel some type of way so here we go so I've been going through a thing and we'll talk about this a little bit later but I've been going through something really really tough and it's been something that has shaken me in a lot of ways. Anyways, people in my close circle, like my closest friends and family, they all know what's going on. And so a couple days ago, I had someone reach out to me and basically they were like, hey, listen, like I know this is going to be a difficult time for you. I've been really thinking about you. Just checking in. And you know what? I found myself feeling really irritated initially. And I was like, why am I feeling so annoyed by this? You know, because I knew the person was reaching out to me with great intentions. The person is someone that loves me and truly cares about me and wanted to make sure that I was okay. But for some reason, for me, it just made me feel upset. And so I was relating this to one of my best friends And she said something to me, which I had never thought about before until now or until that time. She said to me, Dania, I feel like you, I've noticed that you get very upset when people make an assumption on how you're feeling, especially when they assume that you're not okay. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, that is facts I didn't even notice that and when I really started to think about it more in depth I realized it's because I within myself have this almost need to as I said earlier be who people think I am be the person that everybody expects me to be and unfortunately that includes you know not necessarily responding as normal people would. It's almost like I have this idea that I need to be perfect, that I need to handle every situation perfectly. Difficult or not, I have the tools. And so there's no reason for me to respond to a certain situation less than perfect. I feel like this is also something common for people who work in the mental health profession, especially where you know about mental health, you know about how people respond, like you know all the things, all the trauma responses, all the things. And so when something happens in your own personal life, it's almost like you feel like you should be exempt from this because you already know. And I feel that way with myself. I feel like I think I should be exempt and I'm not. And I had to realize in that very moment, I'm not exempt from feeling things. It's okay that I'm upset and it's okay that people see me upset and it's okay that people reach out to me. It's okay for me to be the person that 
they check in on. Like, I don't have to be the one checking in on everyone all the time. And you know what? Ultimately, like my closest friends and family, they're not expecting that from me either. So it made me feel some type of way, but ultimately it was a learning experience. And I'm very grateful for a best friend who can call me out and tell me about myself because, you know, I need that. So that's my some type of way segment. And I think this kind of goes into the topic of this week, which is vulnerability. Vulnerability is so hard. (laughs) And I feel like it's especially difficult for black women for Jamaican women for so for those of you don't know I am a Jamaican I was born and raised there for my early years of life and my family is Jamaican everybody in my circle is Jamaican basically and so we have a culture which I think is very similar for black people in general and maybe if you're part of some other culture you can relate to this as well where we don't talk about our problems we all go through it we all struggle and we recognize it but it's a thing where we push it to the side and we call it resilience we say yeah this is tough but we got to keep it moving but in keeping it moving we're not talking about our problems at all in keeping it moving we ignore them and so I feel like we've developed this false sense of resilience when actually it's just avoidance. And it then makes it very difficult to be vulnerable because in our culture, vulnerability equals weakness. You know, we don't share things. I feel like some people don't share things because they don't want to be a burden. But there is this idea that if we share our problems, we are weak. And it's so crazy that this has been our norm because it's so unhealthy. Everyone has problems. And the only way to deal with their problems is to talk about it. I don't know who created this idea of not talking about things and being strong. I hate it. But here we are. And this is me. And so this is the culture in which I grew up with. And this is the, you know, it really has formed the person I've become. And so now as I'm going through hard times, I have so much pressure on myself that I'm not even honest with my own self. Meaning I have the pressure on myself to be perfect or to not show my flaws, that I don't even show it to myself. And so I basically live a fallacy. I live a lie until I can't live it anymore. You know, it's become increasingly difficult, especially as I've been going to therapy to live that lie because I'm on a weekly basis in therapy forced to deal with this stuff. And so, of course, if you guys are in therapy, which 10 out of 10 recommend, you will know that it's not just something that you can do in your one-hour session on whichever day. It's something that you do on that one-hour session and then you apply to your life. And so I've been really trying to be open 
And well, separate from be open, I realized, first of all, I was lying to myself. And so it was extending my healing time, um, which is so funny because I feel like we think that by pushing things to the side and keeping going that we are healing faster. But in reality, it extends our healing process. And so I'm kind of working at rewiring my brain right now. And this is exactly why, again, I decided to do this podcast, to be open. I'm forcing myself, most importantly, to deal with the things that I'm dealing with, to talk about them and to not present even to my own self this idea that I am perfect and without flaws and to be okay with it because that's the biggest issue for me at least where I feel so bad about not being perfect and I feel guilty almost. I feel like something is wrong with me that I'm not handling a situation well. Like it's almost like your your pet, your favorite pet dies, but you think that by crying over your favorite pet dying, you're somehow wrong or guilty or you shouldn't feel that way or you shouldn't cry. It was ridiculous. And I had to really check myself and be like, no, Dania, you're going through a difficult thing. It's hard and you're allowed to feel this way and you should feel this way and good and talk about it. So we are starting out being vulnerable, being open. Let me just tell you guys, I'm recording this an hour after my therapy session where I cried so much. And my therapist said to me, she called me out too. And she said, you intellectualize your feelings. You almost want to separate yourself from this. You are so resistant and it's facts like it's straight facts I didn't realize I was doing it this is the first time I'm learning that so in full transparency this is me not resisting this is me being open with whoever is listening but most importantly with myself that you know for the past couple of days I've been really really sad and it's okay So this is my encouragement to you guys to be open because it's false when they say that vulnerability is weakness. It's just not true. My next segment is going to be called What God Has Taught Me. This is something I also want to implement in every episode. Little background. So I've been going through some stuff for the past couple of years and this is not my first therapist that I've had. And so one of my therapists that I've had, which I'm going to talk about her a whole lot. I mean, she is the inspiration for this segment and for so many other things in my life. So you're going to hear about her a whole lot. But anyway, I remember that I was seeing her and one thing that she would ask me to do on a weekly basis, she gave me a journal and she said, I need you to write down every week what God has taught you. And the thing about it is, you guys, I'm going to just be real. She was not a mental health therapist. I was going to her for something else. And 
it was so amazing to me that she felt that it was important that I implement this as part of my healing. Of course, you know, I'm a Christian and she's a Christian. And so we established that beforehand, you know, to make sure that was okay. And so when she gave this to me, it was a really hard initially because you know when you're going through something really hard when you're going through a difficult moment it's hard to see any good thing it's hard to see any happy moments it's hard to think positively anyone who's depressed knows what I'm talking about and so for me it was so hard to do but just having the task and then knowing that I was going to see her on a weekly basis and I had to tell her oh yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> or I did had to tell her something. It, you know, that accountability made me want to do this. And you guys, when I tell you this was so helpful for me, I feel like it brought me so much closer to God. It strengthened me in a way that I couldn't even think about. I would never have thought about before. And so it's something I try to implement with myself on a regular basis. Just not only gratitude, but lessons that I am learning every day. So this week, my lesson that I'm learning is, or I would say the thing that God has taught me this week is that I am made in his own image. You know, this is something that for those of you who don't know the Bible, When God created man and woman in the very beginning, he said he was making them in his own image. And there's so much meaning to this. For me, it means, hey, I am creating you and I'm not making any mistakes. Like you are exactly who you need to be. I am creating you for who you need to be. And it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I'm not. Or that God is not recognizing my sins or my flaws. But it means that at my core, God created me. And for me, as I've been going through my tough times, I've questioned a lot of myself, a lot about myself. I've lost a lot of confidence. I have really struggled with my self-esteem and it's caused me to second guess myself. And I hate it because when I look back at who I used to be, it's just the complete opposite. I hate this person that I've become. But over the course of the past couple weeks, especially, I had one friend is a high school friend who, you know, we haven't really talked that much. We reconnected a few months ago. It was awesome, but, you know, we're still not talking every single day, but she's a really, she's always been a great friend and I really do admire her. And she sent me a private message and she said, you're glowing. And it was in reference to one of the pictures that I posted on Instagram. And right away when she said this, My initial thought is, oh, she's just saying this because my hair is straight. Or she's just saying this because 
I have on makeup and I'm wearing a cute outfit. You know, instead of being like how I used to be, accepting a compliment, you know, and saying, thank you, I appreciate that. At least feeling that within myself, because I did say that to her, but in my heart, I question it a lot. And I realized like, no, no, I don't even think she's saying that I'm glowing because of how I look. Like she's seeing me. She's seeing who I am. And she's able to say, I see something in you. It's radiating. And it's just so hard. It was really hard for me at the time to believe. And I feel that that's been the case for the past couple months, maybe a couple years, honestly. Really believing that I have that glow inside me, that I am made in God's image, you know? And it was a reminder that I needed because ultimately when you're God's child, you're worth it. And no human being can tell you anything or treat you any way to make you feel like you're not because God created you and you're worth it and I am worth it and something um I don't know if you all know Melissa Fredericks Mrs. Kev on stage she's the wife of Kev on stage um she had has a podcast which I love the love hour and on one of the episodes she brought up she said something that I will carry with me for the rest of time which is I am the reason I am the occasion I'm it and it's something I try to remind myself of regularly like hey no I am great it's it's weird to even say that because it sounds so conceited but for someone who struggles with their self-esteem it's really hard to say and I just God reminded me this week no you're awesome I made you that way and I'm so so grateful for the people that he placed in my life to remind me of these things because if it weren't for them you know where would I even be so that's what God has taught me today well guys we are coming to a close of our first episode i hope you all enjoyed it it's probably real rough because it's the first one but stay with me (laughs) we're gonna get it right and actually you know what no we're not gonna get it right because and nothing is perfect we'll get it however we get it you know and that's also another reason why i wanted to create a podcast like this because i want to be authentic and true to whatever it is i'm feeling i don't want to have to sell perfection so we'll get it how we get it we'll just say that <laughs> tune in next week you guys for another awesome episode what i have planned is to have some guests some awesome people to talk through some things of course i also plan to open up just sharing with you guys um about myself about my mental health journey in hopes that 
we can grow and learn together. So thanks for hanging out and I look forward to hanging out again next week. Bye.